0: Welcome back to Magnify Him Together. This is Josh Hodge, and we're on episode number 26 of Remember Now Thy Creator Podcast. Of, to, and through. Seemingly very insignificant words. But these three words all occur together in one verse in a very important context. They occur together in Romans 11 and verse 36. Now, what's the context? The context is all about a spiritual creation. What's a spiritual creation? That's that's going from somebody who's who's natural, who's just living life as they are, to becoming like the Lord Jesus Christ. So, So you're familiar with... These phrases, and these occur in the context. We are supposed to present our bodies a living sacrifice. Or what about this one? This one's in the same context as well. We're not supposed to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, right? Our our minds shift. And we go from just being who we are to being like Christ who, of course, is a reflection of his father. Now, how does this have to do with of, to, and through? Well, these three words occur just before the phrases that I've already mentioned. And these three phrases describe the entire creation process, both naturally and spiritually. So if we understand what these words are all about, it will help us understand what this transformation, this spiritual creation is. So let me read you the verse. It says, For of him, and through him, and to him, there's our three words, are all things. So let's start with the first one. Of him. For of him are all things. So what's that mean? Think about it this way. If you take a peach, you could say that the peach is of a peach tree. In other words, the peach tree is the source. It's what produces the peaches. Now let's think about that with God. God is the source. The source of what? Well, the verse says of all things. So God is this great power source. And we, we can think back to Genesis 1 and it talks about his, how his spirit hovered upon the waters. That was his power and his wisdom and his might. And it existed there right in the beginning. That is God. That's, that's what it means when it says, for of him are all things. Now, it doesn't just say for of him. It says, and through him. Through him. What does that mean? Well, not only, if we, if we go back to the tree analogy, not only is the tree the source of the peaches, but the tree itself has all of these processes within it to create that peach. The tree is the one that soaks up the water. The tree is the one that goes through the process of photosynthesis. The tree is the one that collects the nutrients in the soil that are needed to create the peaches. Now, when we compare that with God, not only is God the source, not only is he the power and the wisdom, he actually made it happen. He used his power, he used his wisdom to create. That's what it means. Through him are all things. This wasn't just a power source that existed and didn't do anything. This was an intelligent designer who wanted to create, and he did create. And their last one, it says, and to him are all things. Now let's go back to the tree analogy one final time. You've got the tree. It's the source of the peaches. The tree has these mechanisms whereby it can create those peaches. And then once the peach is actually created, it is a reflection of the quality of the tree. Can a bad tree bring forth good fruit, Jesus said? No, a good tree brings forth good fruit. So it's a reflection of the quality of tree. Now, God is the power source. Of him are all things and he used his power to create. So, through him are all things. And once there is that creation, it's to him are all things. What does that mean? That that means his creation is supposed to be a reflection of who he is. He is supposed to receive glory as a result. And he does. We can can look at the creation and, and witness his power and his splendor and his incredible might. But this is also relevant for a spiritual creation. You see, God is the source. It says, God is light. He is the source of truth and all things spiritual. And God uses his light. He he shone it down. And he shined into our hearts what we need to know to be transformed to become a living sacrifice and as a result he will receive glory so to him are all things and that's why the entire verse says for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever amen And that's the entire purpose of God. It speaks about how the natural creation happened and its purpose. And it speaks to how we are supposed to be a spiritual creation and what its purpose is. Isn't that incredible? What a special verse in Romans 11 verse 36. And and if we can think about these three words, three words of of, through, and to, We've got the entire purpose of God in our heads, and hopefully that will help us to remember now our Creator. Welcome to the portion of the podcast where we have a student from grade 9 to 12 from Christadelphian Heritage College tell us about an incredible animal that points to an intelligent designer. Today, we have Caden with us. Caden, how are you doing today?
1: Good, how have you been?
0: I'm doing really well, thank you. And what animal are you gonna tell us about? Uh, The tarantula hawk wasp. The tarantula hawk wasp. Wow, I don't think this one needs much of an introduction. I, I just want you to tell us all about it.
1: Okay, basically the tarantula hawk wasp will just fly around and then it will kind of sense where the like the tarantula is on the ground or when it's like out of its burrow so
0: this this wasp is looking for a tarantula
1: yeah for prey okay. so then it can lay its eggs so it will find the tarantula and then go down to it and then kind of do like a little tango with it until a tango. Tell me, yeah, what's a tango? Basically, like dances around and okay. like basically kind of just uh, fighting a little bit yep, yep. until the tarantula will lift its fangs up, and then the tarantula will sting right under it because now its like weakness is under the fangs.
0: So the tarantula's stinging the the wasp, but the wasp is stinging the tarantula. Oh,
1: the wasp. It's kind of the same name.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So basically it will sting the bottom and then the tarantula will be in so much pain and all the muscles will tense up on the tarantula and it won't be able to move for the rest of its life. And then the tarantula hawk wasp will drag it to back its, to its burrow once it finds the burrow and then lays a single egg on its abdomen of the tarantula. And then when that egg... Like
0: so just passes, a second. So, so the wasp is doing all of this because it needs this tarantula like that that's where the egg's being laid yes it needs okay
1: one single egg wow and now the tarantula hawk wasp will just fly away leave the egg there and then the egg will eat the tarantula once it's hatched and then will fly off and become an adult as soon as it's finished
0: that that's pretty wild story uh okay so i want to know how far does the wasp have to drag the tarantula do you know how far like if it's it's finding one of these spiders they can't just be around its nest
1: yeah but tarantula usually stays around its burrow okay. because it just wants some quick food to eat and then goes back in there so then the tarantula or chance tarantula hawk wasp doesn't really have to search up for long to find it. so the
0: wasp is taking the tarantula back to the tarantula's nest <laughs> yes uh, because that's the
1: that. safest place
0: I see I see. So generally speaking, does this wasp um, find the tarantula just by like flying around and looking, or is there something else it might be able to use?
1: No, the uh, wasp can sense the chemicals that the tarantula gives off in the air by the antennas. Uh And they can sense over a mile. Usually in that mile range is a lot easier for them to locate, but they can locate farther from that
0: point. That's incredible. So the wasp can sense, uh, the, the spider, the tarantula because of the chemicals, which the tarantula emits. Yes. Whoa. Okay. What, what type of, let's go back to the sting. How powerful is the sting that the wasp gives?
1: If it was to like sting a human on like the arm, it will paralyze your arm for five minutes just from the intense pain. You can still move a little bit, but it's just so much pain that your muscles just, won't
0: go they like seize up
1: yeah
0: um is there anything else that has a worse sting than this wasp Uh, like where's the rank
1: yeah the this is on the second second rank of like the most painful the first is a bullet ant it's
0: kind of self-explanatory okay yeah but yeah that's on first so the second worst sting in the insect family yes that is a powerful sting okay uh, thanks for sharing is there anything else you you wanted to share about the hawk Oh nothing
1: nothing. okay
0: all right okay well then share with us this how does this point to you know an almighty a powerful intelligent being out there you know we call that being god How, how does this you know provide evidence that there must be a god yeah
1: i think there's a god just because the chemicals that they can see in there you can't just like that just can't all of a sudden happen they can just sense chemicals in the air and the like the milliseconds they would be able to sting the tarantula before it actually bites it's like yeah
0: so in other words you're saying the abilities that this tarantula hawk wasp has aren't abilities that could just evolve because of the complexity yeah amazing well that's really good well thank you for uh, for joining us today kate
1: oh thank you
0: And uh, maybe we'll have you again sometime. Yeah, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for now. Uh, But certainly looking at the tarantula hawk wasp, I think, helped us better remember now our creator. How does the world define love? How does God define love? What are the qualities of love? What is the ultimate demonstration of love? Is love just a New Testament concept? Join me and a number of enthusiastic teenagers up on Manitoulin Island as we discuss these questions and more next time on Remember Now Thy Creator Podcasts.